Is it that simple? So many times we've complicated our journey with Jesus. On the Quest Life Podcast, we offer solutions, inviting you to uncover truth, unlock identity, and unleash passion. Each episode is dedicated to sharing lessons learned from the last 20 years of providing a five and a half day, safe and distraction-free encounter with God to over 9,000 and counting your environment. See, this is this is really important because a lot of times, uh, even in a political movement yeah. or a a said church environment, yeah. I remember growing up, there was just a certain song at a certain chorus you danced. Everyone you know? danced, and maybe it was a yeah. one moment where somebody really felt yeah. the joy of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. But then that became a sameness, mm. not in as much an agreement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's the agreement that I hear you saying demands a response from the Lord, not a sameness. A, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could play that out. The church is like copy, you know, we've been through the revival where they copy things. They copy the manifestation, but it's it's not where it comes from. It comes from the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So again, the issue of agreement. So the power of hang time, hang time in spiritual life, no matter wh- where you go, what you do, mm-hmm. is based upon do you have intimate relationships that could hold, that you could be transparent with, Mm-hmm. that could live out the spiritual life together. Mm-hmm. Because transparency, issues of transparency are important, right? Mm-hmm. Unless we bring things to light, things are hidden. So it's the whole concept of spiritual warfare is wrapped up in that as well, that I have somebody to share my life with yeah. that, that removes the aloneness from me. So, mm-hmm. so that's the reason why um, the hang time, people will leave our events or they will leave conferences or things and the question is, how do you sustain what you just experienced? Yeah. And there's many different facets to it. But one of the key facets is the ability to connect to one or two that, that, have, your, that have your value that you feel safe with mm-hmm. in expressing that. Ecclesiastics, the verse, one of my favorite verses is found in Ecclesiastes, um, I think it's 4, I read 4, 9, uh, 4, 8 to 9. Mm-hmm. And it's um, Ecclesiastes 4 verse 8 to 12, where uh, Solomon talks about it's not good that if you're alone, it's not good. He said, because if you fall, no one is there to pick you up. Mm. He said, but two, Hmm. it's important you have two, Hmm. because when one falls, the other one picks him up. Right. And then he moves on to verse, if you read the verses, then he goes, but if two get attacked at three full cord, it's hard to break. So he moves from two to three. He says, it's not Hmm. good that you're alone. Yeah, Solomon said that. Well, he was yeah. really talking about God, how God designed us. He said, because if you're alone, you're in trouble. It's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. He said, but if you have two, mm-hmm. you can pick each other up. Mm-hmm. But three, he said, a threefold cord is hard to break. Mm-hmm. So even the intimacy of three, right? So when I think about that number, I think about me, my wife, and the Lord, right? That's like, that's like that's a community of three, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, so I think there's a pattern in God. And all I'm trying to like, without going off, encourage myself and others to know hang time mm-hmm. you cannot have hang time without community and i'm not mm-hmm. talking about groups yeah i'm talking about community means um it means intimacy mm-hmm. you know like uh, knowing each other is about intimacy yeah so and i and as i hear you saying that 
I pause for a second because I, I can take this out of here. But what time are we supposed to be done? You gotta leave at what time? I gotta leave. I've got time. I leave, I leave it. I got thirty more minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes. Okay. All right. Good. I, I was thinking about the Bible says where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Mm. And I just got the picture of when you were saying he's the head of the body. So when I come in agreement with somebody and we're honoring his name, it's his lordship that shows up in the room. And I and I've I've come to a place where I'm passionate about pursuing where's the body of Christ being active mm -hmm. and I want to be there. Not where a set organization has a theme for whatever. Exactly. Right? And that's just where I'm at in, in the, my personal journey. Yeah. But that even adds more, I think, conviction to me about, I could be talking with somebody at said restaurant, and, and if we're talking about glorifying the Lord, or, more, or even more importantly, talking about how life is difficult, and yet He's still God. Because mm. we're there in His name. That's right. All of a sudden, at that connection point, he then shows up. And now the kingdom is in the room or around us. That's it. Right? And I was thinking about the way that that person either is going through it or how they respond. I wrote down here, hang time potentially, and I submit this to you, equals cultivation. Because mm. as I'm talking, my spirit's being cultivated by what they're saying sometimes nice cultivation yeah. sometimes frustration like yeah. maybe i disagree yeah. we're reasoning together yeah. but if i allow that now i look at my time with somebody not just to be intimate or get to know them but now i'm going to walk away having my soul and my spirit cultivated so that i can receive maybe the word of not maybe but when the word of god was spoken in that connection time to actually go to a place is what i hear you saying that's, that's exactly right. Mm. And I think that's the sustainability of these. That's what sustains spiritual. That's the hang time. Right. Because if I do that on a weekly basis, imagine my, how I grow. Right. Because I'm getting challenged. I'm getting yeah. spoken to at a very intimate level, right? And when I mean intimate, I'm real. I'm transparent. You know, yeah. things like that. So that's exactly right. So what I hear you saying, like having been in church for many, many years, like you need to take somebody out to lunch after dinner or after church or whatever. And you're like... Mm. Okay, and we're gonna. So we find somebody that maybe likes the same sports team, or yeah. or our wives like to talk to each other. So well, at least you know we'll sit at the table with them or whatever. Yeah. But now, what I hear you saying on a practical thing, practical application could be, if I understand that I can actually sit down with somebody that I know, and if you've never done it before, just start the process of saying, I think that as we hang out together, yeah. and we honor the Lord, and, and we talk about the Bible, yeah. that's going to be to cultivate that I'm actually going to walk away yeah. having learned from you and your journey with Jesus yeah. things that I can add in my life and I'm believing that you can do the same all of a sudden there's a reason for me to getting together versus checking a box that said I quote did evangelism or I did discipleship because we did our Bible journal that morning together that's powerful that's exactly right and I think the shift in making an impact on the earth which is God's heart, right? Mm -hmm. it is the kingdom, pray that kingdom come on earth as yeah. it is in heaven. So, yeah. And Jesus says, I will build my church. So if you think about even the definition of church, Matthew 16, he says, I will build my church. 
And I go, okay, if you're going to build your church, what does it look like? He says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. So mm. Jesus says, the church that I build, you will find it at the gates. What does that mean? <laughs> you won't find it in some building in a corner, in a corner, a street corner. And I'm not against that. That's just a building. People go, I go to church. You know, you don't go to church. You go to a building. The church is in the building. Yes. You know, you don't leave church. You know, our language really tells us. Yeah. I, I left church. No, you never leave church. Like church is your community. So all the language kind of trips us up. But going back to the original language, or when mm. Jesus mentioned church for the first time, mm. he said, you're my church. He said, I will build it, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Where is the gates? Well, if you think about gates, gates in the Old Testament had many different meanings to it. Mm-hmm. But, but the meaning behind gates in old cities was was political life. It's where it's at the gates that Boaz bought a marriage license. Mm. It was the gates that elders sat to discuss strategies of war, mm. protection, sustainability for their cities, because yeah. they built these cities, right? Mm. So in my mind, one of the prophetic understanding of it, of course, people can kind of look at it from different layers, but mm-hmm. I look at it going, the Lord says, well, I will build my church, and my church will be in the spheres of this world, mm. and they will make such an impact. Mm-hmm. That the gates of hell can't stand up against her. Mm-hmm. So that tells me back to your point that that anyone could be in any domain, business. You can be anywhere in this yeah. world, and if you, all you need is two mm-hmm. to bring. All you need is a quorum of two mm. for the kingdom, who is God, yeah. to to come upon. So if I'm working, let's say me and you're working at some company, yeah. And we get together. We're not getting together to just for Bible study or have a group. Mm-hmm. We're getting to hear to hear to to develop spiritual life, to, mm-hmm. to nurture it, right. to hear from the Lord strategies yeah. to bless that company. Yeah, it could be that could be a purpose. Yeah, but I mean, I just I'm so grateful for the revelation, at least for me personally today, that know that when those two gather together in their conference room at their yeah. organization. Yeah, and there's a hundred people, and they're the only two that profess Christianity. Yeah, that the head of the body shows up in the room. Think about it. And I'm that, just huh? thinking about the protection, not only over them, but also the fact that he's invited when we're in agreement. So when we're in agreement, this is what I'm learning from today. When we're in agreement, he shows up in that room. And wherever he shows up, there's residue of the fruit of the kingdom. The kingdom shows up. Versus me putting a big sign saying, do you know the four spiritual laws or whatever? Not, not that, I don't want to say the negative because I know that those were used for amazing things. Yeah. But I'm saying versus a huge sign. We were just recently, we went down to the stockyards. And everybody has different perspectives on this. But I'm with my children. They're not no, my grown adult kids. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to the rodeo down there, and there's a guy on a, a big old box speaker mm-hmm. declaring that everybody's going to hell and they need Jesus. Right. And everything inside of me just, yeah. I just said, I told my kids, just keep moving. Because mm-hmm. they were looking to me as a dad, <laughs> pastor, whatever, are, are we in with this guy? You know, do we whatever? And I just thought, you know, there's people down there that, honestly could bring the kingdom by sitting at the barbecue place there or going to the rodeo, honoring Jesus. With this principle, he's there. We can debate all day long about whether or not that works or not. That's not the issue. But I think that 
the practical thing is just encouraging people get together. And when you get together, he shows up. I mean, there's so much to the king and the when, kingdom showing and up. When he shows up, everything changes. Yeah. When he shows up, all things are possible. The yeah. God of the universe shows up in your meetings of twos and threes. Yes. He shows up in prisons. He shows up in your boardroom. Yeah. He shows up at Walmart. Yeah. At Target. He shows up on Wall Street. Right. He's he's like, he's like, where can the body be? And when he shows up, we get his protection, we get his provision, yeah. we get his wisdom. Yes. I mean, the world is searching for truth, right? Yeah. And if we believe that Jesus says, I'm the truth, then we're under truth and the wisdom of God to be able to, I've sat with people and asked the Lord for wisdom for companies. Like, mm. there's a, God, how do we bless this company? Yeah. How do we speak life? And who am I, might you be working on? So even in the issue of, I'm in a department, and let's say we're working in a department, we can come together and go, God, who are you working on in here? Yeah, that we can be a part of. Yeah. that's evangelism. Yeah, it's doing so what good. he's doing, not my placard. Yeah, see, that's that's about me. Yeah, but listening to God and hearing go, I'm working. You know, whatever that case may be. So, but let me give you. Let me just here's some things I want to really kind of highlight that crosses the kind of Christian world into the secular. Okay, based on this principle. Because sometimes we think these principles are only for Christians. This is kind of what God, what theologians call common grace. Like these principles work whether you're Christian or not. They're transferable. Now, of course, when it works within the context of believers, it's a whole different result. But mm -hmm. if you look at companies that have changed this world, two people were always at the front of it. It was two guys or two gals that came together, hmm. Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, Wozniak. Hmm. Bill Gates and Paul Allen. Hmm. You've got Larry Page and a guy named Seagate, hmm. Google. Hmm. Um, you've got but Warren Buffett has Charlie, Charlie Munger. Hmm. You don't hear about Charlie, hmm. but he's a, he, they're both, if you, if you yeah. watch him. Even, even in Christian world like Wilberforce, William Wilberforce destroyed slavery in England. But Thomas, you have a guy named Thomas Clarkson, or Thomas, yeah, Thomas Clarkson, he did the work. He was an activist. Mm. So Wilberforce was a politician. Mm -hmm. Clarkson was the activist on the street. Mm. So what I'm saying is the power of two in partnership, even that is not one-on-one -on -one is two. Mm -hmm. That one is one-on-one -on -one is like 10. So the mm. power of one-on-ones, in the power of twos, yeah, it's not even one plus one. It's yeah. the synergy. So God created the twos. Even in when you study like companies and great feats, even the brothers that invented flying, mm -hmm. the Wright brothers, the Wright brothers, two yeah. of them, right? It wasn't one. Yeah, it was two. And you can go through history and realize the power of two, even as it relates to God's purposes and mm. destiny and things like that. Um, there's a verse in Deuteronomy thirty-two thirty I looked at that talked about one will impact a thousand. He mm. says, two, 10,000. Yeah. He said, because the Lord is the one that sold them out. Mm -hmm. The reason why you go from one, the reason why you can go from one to 10,000 or, or, or one multiplied by 10 mm -hmm. is because the Lord's among us. Mm. Because Deuteronomy says, the reason why one chased 1,000 to 10,000, mm -hmm. you did it because the Lord was with you mm. and he gave you up. He gave the enemy up to you. Mm -hmm. So when you think about uh, Matthew, where two or three gather in my name, mm -hmm. I'm among you. Mm -hmm. The power of that small community yeah. to change pockets yeah. of this world. Yeah. 
is not, I think, is unexplored. That's really good. I mean, you know, what, I mean, what is the enemy's biggest thing is disunity, right? Even within his own ranks. Yeah. They don't want it. That they, he just, he's so against it. I, yeah. I just think another practical thing for those people that work in, a, in, in church ministry or uh, have a ministry at a church, sometimes we get together and we have the plan. But I was just thinking about encouraging people to get together with their team and say, let's be in an agreement today yeah. that XYZ plan is going to work. But rather than just the plan being the unity, let's be in an agreement with each other. And maybe there's some iron sharpens iron, which is one of our key verses here. Maybe there's some iron sharpens iron that has to happen as a leader, talking to the leaders of these organizations and maybe departments at your church. Yeah. Let's come into agreement and be willing to be vulnerable to say, if we're not, let's share with each other so that we can go into the service or into the ministry event or whatever in agreement. Because it's really the agreement that commands the blessing, not the activation of the plan. Dude, that's powerful. That's, that's, that thought is, I think, the game changer. If we can change our lens mm. yeah. from the thing that hap- the results that happen yeah. or want to happen to realizing that it happens because of agreement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's... it's so the fight is the agreement, really. Right. It is. That's the battle, right? It is. And I, I guess when, like, your bigger yes comes out, when you, when you get a revelation, that's what I'm sensing today, when you get a revelation of what agreement multiplies versus the individualization of being the right or the one who brought the answer, which is the power of collaboration, right? It's huge. That's right, it. yeah. and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing because yeah. I mean even God Himself wants to work with us and work through us. Yeah, He works with us by working through us. Yeah, right from Him, from Him to Him back to Him. You know, it's just like that whole concept is such a He gives us stuff to honor Him. I mean, the, another great well, one the, would be the power of being this being a vessel the, the, and the partnership. Yeah, that God's about partnership. Really, right? From the very beginning. Let us create man in mm-hmm. our image. Let them rule. Think about that. Instantly, there was a partnership created, and there was an empowerment in that partnership mm-hmm. that God empowered Adam to rule in such a way that he allowed him to even give it up. Well, think about first principle, first mention. The first two were God, although we know he was three, and that's a whole other conversation, but God and Adam. Th- that right there started humanity as we know it. That's it. And Think then the power of that. From that collaboration, he and I, if, even if you think it from that perspective, just that it said they walked together in the cool of the day, yeah. like they had relationship. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, I hope we get to find those conversations in the big 3D screen <laughs> in heaven or whatever. <laughs> But even in those conversations and naming the animal, different things, all of a sudden, and everything at his, he didn't have to work for any, I mean, it's all there. He looked and he knew him intimate. Think about that. God knew Adam so intimate that he saw aloneness Mm -hmm. and it wasn't good for him. Mm -hmm. Yes, we know that God's all-knowing, but yet... In his all-knowing, he still used it to be kind towards Adam. Mm-hmm. He could have been like, yeah, you're all alone. Sucks for you. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he had knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. But wisdom yeah. in that agreement, that's yeah. pretty... 
I think this, the, the power of twos and threes are yet to be explored. That's the reason why um, you can have a church of 1,000 or 10,000 and not have agreement. Yeah. Everyone goes to listen and be together, but there's no agreement in the room about anything. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And yet one agreement, real agreement, when I'm talking about agreement, the head and we're, we're coming together in, yeah. in, in a lifestyle that's more sharing and intimate. Yeah. Um, how much life that produces, right? Yeah. Versus a big, that's why big gatherings never change lives. You get informed, you get good stuff. So I'm not against yeah. the big gathering. Right. Uh, I think it's good to be challenged, to be encouraged. I think mm-hmm. big groups are meant to like challenge people mm-hmm. and give vision. But if you want to experience kingdom life, yeah, I think these are the principles that produce kingdom life. Mm. So my takeaway today, there's a lot of them, but my takeaway is just that the Lord would help me see kingdom when I'm with somebody else. And the totality of what that means. I mean, in America, we don't understand having a king, you know, and a kingdom, but there's, I just, I just think that there's so much, I think the protection, the provision, the blessing, um, I'm hoping the Lord gives me more, more revelation on that, yeah. but that's my takeaway for today. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm discovering this truth, right? Mm. So it's been a journey for me in religion and church. And for me, what I've seen is, uh, the question I've had is, we have so much resources given to the thing called church life. Yeah. Millions and millions and millions of buildings and staff and all that. Mm. But, but over the years, I've looked at it as far as small return of investment. Mm. So if I'm investing in a stock, I'm looking at the ROI. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of a little bit of a, I would say, crass way to think about it. Mm-hmm. And because one life means a lot to God. But in the essence of all the resources are thrown, the results are. And so I've been kind of going like, why is that? And through my journey, my takeaway has been God is saying, there's something in the twos and threes that yet to be discovered mm. and yet to be tapped on. You've gone, it's almost like we've gone to the big yeah. and, and left the power of the small. Mm. You know, it's like, the, it's like the, the, there's something about that. So as we talk about it, we can mm-hmm. see where, as we discuss it, my takeaway has been, it's the kingdom of God. It's how the kingdom works, right? Yeah. And how powerful it is as far as the penetrating power of twos and threes yeah. as it relates to being salt and light in the world. Yeah. And if yeah. we teach believers that you go to work and you go to domain, and all mm-hmm. you have to do is find one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you just need a quorum of two yeah. aligned with yeah. the head. Yeah. And the kingdom is at hand. I just think it's so good. I think I just want to encourage people that, you know, listen to this podcast. Don't go out and try to seek to be unified. And what I mean by that is go out just to be in agreement. And then trust that mm-hmm. for God to show up That's and good. give you wisdom for whatever it is. Yeah. It's really good. This is a great conversation. Thank you, Omar. Great job. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today on the Quest Life Podcast. If you would like more information about our five and a half day quest, visit us at thequestlife.com. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and He will come even closer to you. Visit us at thequestlife.com.